Welcome to the Young Lions Podcast, where we exist to equip teenagers to be bold in their walk with Jesus. We want them to know what they believe, why they believe, and how the Bible applies to their everyday life. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. What's up, guys? My name is Chase. I'm one of Wesley's interns from Marcus Point Baptist Church. I got a bunch of my friends here. What's up, Kai? What's up? Madison. Hello. Saya. What's up? And Wesley, our youth pastor. Go ahead. What's up, guys? They're not interns from Marcus Point Baptist Church, North Pace. We established this last season. <laughs> I interns. said Wesley. I said I'm one of Wesley's interns from Marcus Point Baptist Church. Uh, that's that's fair. That's close enough. But uh, hey, I'm excited. <laughs> Chase, what are we talking about today? Mental health. Mental health. Uh-oh. Should we go there? Of course. I think so. Yes. What are your guys' thoughts? I mean, I, I preached like a four-week series on this, so I'm not going to just give it all away at once. I know a lot of people suffer from mental health, or like, or like they struggle with it quite a bit. So That's a good chase. It's a yes. pretty interesting topic. Yeah. So you got to tread, tread lightly mm-hmm. and uh, purposefully on this. Yeah, and topic. I think it's worth noting, none of us are licensed uh, psychologists. None of us are licensed in any of this. But that doesn't mean like you can't. What is a source of truth when it comes to mental health? The Bible. And ultimately, all of mental health is the result of a spiritual crisis. You look at Genesis 3, which we've established, we can trust God's word because we can trust God. And there's validity behind scripture. And Genesis talks about the fall of man. Part of the fall of man is a broken mindset. Psychological disorders exist in the world because of sin. So right off the bat, we have to understand that all of mental health stems from a spiritual crisis. And when I preached this, I had a couple notes. The key to mental health is loving God with your heart, mind, and soul. Because when your eyes end up out of alignment with God, you end up alone. When your mind ends up out of alignment with God's mind, you end up anxious. When your heart is out of alignment with God's heart, you end up depressed. And when your soul is out of alignment with God, you end up suicidal. That's heavy. (laughs) (laughs) And so I kind of, I talked about how behavior follows belief. And like on Netflix, when you're watching it, you know, how has the play next feature? Yeah. And it constantly like I'm guilty of it. I'll be watching a show with KB and we'll be hanging out at night and next episode, next episode, next episode. And that's how our brain works. We feed ourselves thoughts. And so when we start to tell ourselves, I don't matter. Nobody loves me. What if, what if, what if, what if we, we kind of end up in this trap where life all of a sudden becomes all about us. And would you believe it? That's miserable. And you will end up anxious and depressed when you've made life all about you. And when you combine that with crappy circumstances, life might start to suck. Life might start to be really hard when you've dug yourself a hole in your mind and you're in a hole in life. That makes sense? Yeah. And, and so how, how do we, what are some practical things you guys would say to kind of coming out of, not coming out of mental health, but how to kind of fight through it? Your community. Mm, your community that's will help good. you. Yeah. If that's you have good. the right community. Get involved. Yeah, you were created yeah. to spend time with God. So when you don't spend time with God, something inside of you is going to feel off. Loneliness is the result of a lack of effort, a lack of love, and a lack of attention to what matters most. Community. We were created for community, and we've talked about that. And it's so important that you have community in your life. Now, my favorite like sermon illustration, probably one of my favorites of all time, we're pivoting now from loneliness to anxiousness. Okay. The only reason you could possibly feel like you're lonely is if you're not spending time with God and God's people. Like if you close your eyes and cover them, you're not going to see anybody because <laughs> your eyes are closed. So open your eyes up to God and the reality of him being there. Pursue him and pursue his people. Now, 
anxiety. My favorite illustration I've ever seen on this, Francis Chan takes like a 10-foot-long rope, and the first inch of it, he, he tapes red tape around it. And he throws the rope out, and he's like, this represents your life. This little tiny red part of the rope, it's an inch of the 10-foot rope, represents your time here on Earth. The rest of this giant rope represents your time in eternity. And he says, this little piece of your time here on Earth, we spend our life focused on our retirement, fast cars, big homes, lots of money, that guy or that girl that we like, getting high, having fun at that party, being cool, being popular. We spend so much of this time, little finite time that we have on Earth on us. And it's devastating, and it will destroy us. And when you are focused on you, you are going to end up anxious. And here's the thing. Anxiety is a good thing. Like Wesley, you, you can't say that. Well, if I'm in the middle of the road and I see a car coming, guess what I'm going to be? Chase reaching for the chips ahoy. I'm going to be anxious if a car is about to hit me. And you see, anxiety is always linked to perspective. And I wanted to read out of Psalm 46. And then I'll kind of pass the mic back off to see if you guys have any other thoughts you want to add. So Psalms 46 reads like this. <laughs> Trying to pull it up here. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God. The holy habitation of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. And the idea here is, would you believe it? God is in control. You guys got that? Yeah. Do you have any thoughts yep. you want to add that uh, might contribute? So, no? <laughs> I, have a, I have a pretty interesting uh, thing to add. The uh, So I was in a like really like a toxic relationship. And it was like, it created like just this screwed up addictive mindset towards that person. Like mm. I didn't want to be away from them. I wanted to be as close as I could to them all the time. It was just like an addiction and it wasn't a good relationship. Mm. Um, it wasn't God centered truthfully. And so um, coming out of it, it was kind of like, you know, it, mess, it messed with me like mentally, you know, and at watching this YouTuber uh, called star Jesse Taylor, mm. he kind of, through something out there that was really interesting. Um, and it kind of leads into scripture as well, but he said that when you are trying so focused on trying to get rid of certain, certain thoughts and certain feelings, what your brain does is instead of helping you get rid of them, what it does is it says, Oh, they like getting rid of those emotions. So I'm going to give and thoughts and feelings. You become addicted to getting rid of, yeah, I'm going to give them more to get rid of. So it's just this endless cycle. And um, what you have to do is you have to renew your mind. And God even offers that. He's mm. like, you know, uh, I don't remember who exactly it was, but they were like, you know, God will renew your mind. He will renew you. And it's crazy, too, because Jesse explained that the one way to get to escape those mm. is to focus on certain things. And it was like action will draw your mind away from from those terrible things that you don't want to think about. So brings me back to a verse. Don't remember the reference, but it says he will keep you in perfect peace. Whose mind is stayed on thee. Mm. And it was just like, if you want to focus on something, focus on God, keep your eyes on him and 
you will just naturally escape the thoughts and everything. He will renew your mind as you keep going. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, and so like we, we we've talked about loneliness, we've talked about anxiety, and I think like as we kind of pivot now to depression, you know, the four kind of I feel like they're the four horsemen of mental health, loneliness, anxiety, depression, suicide. When I preach through this, I played this video called Scary Mary. And somebody what took the, world is that, bro? the dumbest you, video I've ever watched. No, I was not there for Scary Mary, bro. It's like <laughs> they took the Mary Poppins movie. Oh, yeah, I was there for that. It's all the that. weird, creepy parts of Mary Poppins, and they put it That's in a nasty. trailer, and they make it look like a horror film. And so they like they, they purposely show the narrative to look like it's a horror film. And that's how depression works. Like when your mind plays tricks on you and it's like trying to tell yourself something is wrong when when it shouldn't be, you kind of start to feel depressed, right? And, and I said that feelings are real, but they're really reliable. And our feelings are often dictated by the narrative that we choose to live in. And Jesus didn't die for you so that you could live a slave to your sin. He died for you so that you could live a transformed life. And we talked about how a lot of times depression is the result of serious sin in our lives. Like if you are constantly drunk or high, or there's just this junk in your heart, it's going to be hard not to feel depressed. Well, I feel like everybody really focuses on like your negatives. Mm. Like if you are going through something, you're just going to focus on the negative. You're not going to be like focused on what's good in your life that's Mm. coming out of your life. Everybody's focused on, oh, this sucks right now. Like, um, this sucks right now. Like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of an example. Um, I'm with you though. I kind of get where you're going. And and it's this idea that like, obviously if you choose to live in the narrative of my life sucks, you're going to feel like your life sucks. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to kind of rework and rewire your thinking so that you don't feel that way. And it's extremely hard to do. Mm. It's really hard to do. And David says in Psalm 43, Oh my soul, why are you downcast and trot and, and, and discouraged and discomforted? Within me, why hope in God? For He is is the answer, and and I'm kind of summarizing it. That's not the exact word for word, but the idea is David is telling himself, "Why do you feel like this? You need to trust in God." And that's interesting because a lot of the time the world tells you, "Well, you just need to work on yourself more. You need a day off." Yada 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 yada. And David's like, "No, no. Listen, David. Listen, David. Trust in God." Change the narrative. And would you believe it? Things started to change in David's life. And so I thought that was really interesting. So it looks like you got something you want to share. Yeah, uh, Marcus Aurelius, you know, even though he's secular, he had a pretty good um, quote. And he said, you have power over your mind, not outside events. Mm. Realize this and you will find strength. That's good. And and so as, as we kind of segue from depression to suicide, I think suicide is the ultimate end of depression where you feel like there's no more hope. Your life doesn't matter. And and I, I walked through Psalm 139, and it just basically God's saying, look, I created you. I love you. I have a plan for your life. He, he knows us from the moment we're conceived in our mother's womb. He knows us, okay? He knew us before that. And so my two kind of points were don't lose hope, let his light shine. And this is the sermon where Chase goes, oof. oof. <laughs> I broke. A, what I did is I, I shined a light through a screen protector, and I talked about shining God's light, letting God's light shine through you. And I broke the screen protector. And I talked about how oftentimes when you feel like your screen protector is broke, you have to take it off and throw it away. But light can still shine through it. And just because your life is broken and cracked, that doesn't mean that God can't shine his light through you. And you can choose to make a difference. That's deep. Only you 
can reach your friends. Only you can do certain things and you have intrinsic worth and value because you were created, called, and loved by God. So make a difference and help raise up the next generation. Right on, bro. <laughs> well, hey, this is the end of season two. Madison, oh, come season on. Season finale. Season Woo-hoo. finale. This is the end if you want it. <laughs> we've had different people on. We've kind of talked about a bunch of different stuff. And uh, I'm excited as we wrap up the school year and transition into the spring. Season three is coming, and I'm excited, and it's going to be the best one yet. So, hey, listen, do you have any final thoughts to leave them with? Get involved. Stop Get, focusing on yourself. Focus mm. on Jesus. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Listen, we will see y'all next season. That's I weird know, to say. Yeah, that's weird. crazy. Huh? Are you just not going <laughs> to join him in, okay. in doing that? No. No, no we're, we're burnt out. It tastes you weird. All right. Love you all. Love right. y'all. Peace. Ciao. See ya.